your thirdly edition on News Talk ZB. Well, yes, as of this morning, Australians, welcome back to our shores. The long-awaited welcome mat getting laid out, of course, as the border creaks open. It's going to be interesting, isn't it, over the next few weeks in terms of how many take up the opportunity, you know, whether they come now or wait for the ski season, whether our red light puts them off, uh, whether they can get decent-priced flights, can they get good hotel rooms in parts of the city that might be bustling as opposed to shut or low on staff. And what about Kiwis? How many of us are heading away? And I don't mean the exodus for the brain drain, which, by the way, is estimated to be now around 50,000 Kiwis who are going to up sticks and bail. Could even go as high as 125,000, they say. But I don't mean them. I mean the holiday makers. I know my sister snapped up seats to cross the Tasman for the school holidays. It cost her a pretty penny, though. She spent about two grand per person return for her family to go away for a week. I asked her if she thought that was worth it to spend that much money on flights to Australia, but they were just so desperate to travel. She hopes it is worth it. I hope so too. Uh, but what we want to know here is how many Aussies will come in, how long they'll stay, and crucially, how much they'll spend while they're here. Most CBDs in this country, as we know, are desperate for the return of tourists. Uh, Christchurch Central City Business Association Chair Annabel Turley, she was quoted the other day saying tourists are absolutely critical. Um, you know, she said three years ago, Australian visitors spent more than a million dollars in the city over just the four days of Easter, in just four days over a million bucks in Christchurch alone. Uh, and they'd gladly welcome that sort of spending back. I mean, who wouldn't? Further south, ski field operators seem to think it won't be until winter that we see more of them arrive, skiing being the obvious draw card. And if you go as far as the glaciers, they say they're waiting for summer to get busy. I think most of the arrivals um, we can expect over the next few weeks will be family and friends reconnecting. I know we've got a family member coming home to visit after a long time locked away. That's very exciting. But family visitors are not really tourists, are they? I mean, they're not going out and spending, you know, tourist-sized bundles of cash. I mean, they might go out and spend a few bucks on dinner or a few drinks, but they're not partaking in touristy activities. But for those who do arrive to see the sites and frequent the tourist hotspots, are the hotspots ready for them? I know in Queenstown the struggle for staff is real. My brother was down there the other day and said, sadly, so many shops were either shut due to lack of staff or open reduced hours only, and he was concerned that tourists arriving would not get the usual good service and treatment that they were used to. And, of course, then you worry about the domino effect, the knock-on effect of that being that they get put off. And word of mouth, as we know, is a very powerful thing. And the last thing you want is for visitors to be told that although we say we're open for business, we're not really. So I have my fingers and toes crossed that it goes gangbusters, that we really do look and feel open for business and that we welcome in these Australians with open arms. Hawksby. 